hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to The Real Times with Kimberly Marie. And Bianca Rachel. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Hey. Bianca. Man. How what how is or how was your remainder of your week going into this week so so this week is every day since the last time we spoke y'all has been monday that's just bottom line period um it is what it is i'm tired i've had sleepless nights and i'm slightly more agitated than usual Mm, girl i get it because i ain't gonna even lie it's like you know, the period came, this, this, you know, it came, it came. Oh, It don't care. Girl, what? Why y'all be so scared to talk about, uh, uh, about periods and stuff? That's the natural thing that happens with women. But anyway, you know how you be getting agitated and annoyed and like the littlest things get on your nerves? I would like to say yes, and I'd like to chunk that up to my period, but that's a regular thing for me, so. <laughs> well, it, it, it is for me. It's like, the, it, it was like everything was getting on my nerves, so. The only thing that made me happy this weekend was eating that crawfish. I do miss crawfish. Made me happy. That made me happy. It it made it made me really happy. And so I was happy with that. And I also um I watched coming did you I watched coming to America? No, I did not. Well, I did. I watched it. This is what I have to say about people who like giving their critiques about coming to America too. First of all, let's just keep it real. Eddie Murphy said it plenty of times. He did not want to do coming to America too. He was fine with just coming to America, but y'all kept asking him for coming to America too. Y'all kept begging him. And guess what he said? He said, okay, Negroes, I'll give you y'all movies to quarantine. We ain't got much to do. So I give y'all y'all movie. Now the thing is, I feel like the movie is 30 years later because it was made in, what, 1988? So we got 30 years underneath. Stuff has changed. And I feel like for what it was, like a part two, it was cute. But I don't think any part twos of any movie, like you, like if you've seen Best Man and then you go see Best Man Holiday, you're not going to leave the theater and be like, Best Man Holiday was the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but I still love Best Man Holiday. Don't I know, but it. it's not superior than Best Man. Like, it's not. But that story, even though it had been so many years, it followed beautifully. Well, yeah. like, it really did follow, like, you know, we're friends and we just kind of fell off type of... It was good. But that's kind of like how Coming to America 2 was, where people wanted it to be better than Coming to America. And, like, oh, I was... that's never going to happen with a sequel. I ain't never said a sequel oh, was better than the original. Come on. Can you repeat that? Like, not never. Like, everyone talking about, oh, do a set it off sequel. That's one movie that don't need to be touched. Why? Well, how are you gonna do a set it off sequel? Because well, that they well, you know, they had they had thrown out the idea of a sequel, and then they're like, well, we're just gonna do like the kid, you know, like do like a, a modern version, and you know, put like Kiki Palmer and um, hmm. who else was the cast? I remember Kiki being in it. Well, who was in Queen Latifah? Girl, I don't know, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't care because I don't want to see no rendition of "Set It Off." It yes. was beautiful as it was. Do you hear me? Yeah, I think we should just keep that for the because I know they got a stage play, and it's actually kind of cute. I seen little clips of it. I think I we just keep it as a little stage play and not be trying to make it a movie because guess what, y'all? We don't need to be doing it. But this is the thing, though. I felt like, and like my sister, we were talking about when we were watching it. First of all, in 1980s. Eddie Murphy was just coming up. I mean, he 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 was getting really established. 
you know and when you had coming to america it was back then when black people being all casted in films were like kind of unheard of because i right. remember reading where he said he had to have somebody white in the film that's why you have the white man who was working with him at mcdowell's you know the uh um so he said that they they were not going to like give them a budget they're like you got to put somebody white in the film so he ended up putting his friend in the film and also i feel like the jokes you could tell back in the 80s you can't even tell those you can you can't even touch those jokes now like you got to understand like i remember somebody asking Marlon Wayne, would he ever do a white chicks too? And he literally said no. He was like, I would get canceled. Like, straight canceled if I did a white chicks in this day and age. He was like, because Well, because a lot of the jokes were so real. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they were jokes, but they were real shit. Like, it was just like Dave Chappelle when he came on and was making jokes about you know, what it's like to be a black man. They were jokes, but they were so fucking true that like all the white people sitting in the crowd were like, do I laugh? do do i do i like pull my collar like what do i do like <clears throat> it's a little stuffy in here bro you getting too serious like it's too mm-hmm. real to be funny yeah i, I definitely because we think about like the times we grew up in where you listened to richard Pryor and you were laughing and back then when saturday night saturday night live made fun of any and everyone back then when you had the waynes the whole family of the waynes and you had in living color you can't bring stuff like that back like if richard Pryor was now he would be so canceled like, like, could you but cancel culture really is bullshit. Like, yeah. seriously, it's like, too much. Like, we're gonna cancel Louis Vuitton. Bitch, you think Louis Vuitton care about you basic ass bitches canceling them? Well, this is the thing if they be a racist, then yeah, I don't really care about the white folks being canceled. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, but <laughs> like I said, do you think Louis Vuitton cares about a basic ass bitch? Can- Nigga, if you only buy on one bag a year, you think Louis cares that you canceled them? The fuck, they don't care. But you got their revenue. <laughs> I, this is what I hate. I hate when people like listen to this old Richard Pryor joke. Oh my God, I cannot believe he was able to. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? The 80s, the 70s, like, are we the 60s? That's when, when comedy, like, I, like Eddie Murphy Raw, like, that stand up when he was in a red, you know, uh, leather suit, like, that's when Eddie Murphy was at his best. And I think Eddie said, like, he wanted to do Coming to America to then go into stand-up. But I'm kind of like, Eddie, your stand-up was so raw. Like, you, Martin. like That's the Kings of Comedy, though. That was raw, too. Yeah, I was saying the Kings of Comedy. Like, I honestly am so, like, Bernie Mac, like, was so pure and so raw. Like, if Bernie Mac was alive today and was doing, like, stand-up, like I, I would feel like I would be like, oh Lord Jesus, please, because literally every time Dave Chappelle comes out with a uh, uh, a comedy on Netflix, they're always trying to cancel him because he just because the thing I like about Dave Chappelle is like he's still authentically like I'm not gonna censor myself for these new age people. It is gonna be what it is, and look at look at Dave Chappelle. He is like literally running Netflix. Him and, and and let me tell you something. I love Chris Rock too because he's like, look, I don't know how to I don't know how to censor myself. I'm an old school comedian. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? So I, I so I still appreciate people like 
Dave Chappelle. I appreciate people like Chris Rock who still like, look, I only know one thing. But I also want to I want to say something to people. I saw somebody, an idiot, try to get on Beyonce's internet. They tried to get on Beyonce's internet and they tried to get on Twitter and say that Wait, internet like they tried to log into her Wi-Fi? No, like that's what people call like the internet, like you like the World Wide Web. They be calling it Beyonce's internet. Like you. Oh, okay, my God, I missed that memo. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm old. I missed it. I apologize. But no, but seriously, somebody tried to get on Twitter, and they said, "You're not gonna tell me Kevin Hart. Well, you're not gonna tell me Eddie Murphy has a better movie catalog than Kevin Hart." Just say this, yo. You young people have got to stop. Like at this point, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm willing to slap young people. No, I don't think it's that. I think what really needs to happen is people, and I've said this so many times before, and I'm in my feelings about a lot of stuff, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it again. People need to stop comparing people to people, like. Eddie Murphy is funny. And in his time, in the period he came up in, it was funny, you know? like, And he's still funny today, I think. You know, yeah. I don't really listen to him. But I feel like if he told jokes and shit, do I think he's still a funny man? Yes. Is Kevin Hart funny? Yes. No. But they're not in competition with each other. So one is not better than another. It's a preference thing. So, like, they can both be in the comedy world and still fucking be funny together. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say for me, I don't find Kevin Hart funny. I, I, I never did. But this is just for me. I've never been one to be like, to me, Kevin Hart is like white folks funny. Like, Shit, Kev, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Kevin Hart had me dying at Laugh at My Pain when he said his daughter kicked that girl off. That damn. See, I, I, I've watched all of them and where there he had funny parts to me. I just never broke down laughing at Kevin Hart. But it takes. But a I thought that Williams was funny too, so I don't know. Maybe I don't well, know. I, I think Cat. I'm sorry, but if you're gonna put Cat Williams. To and and to me, when it comes to comedians, it's just like judging actors. I can judge comedians and I can judge them, put them against each other. To me, Cat Williams is definitely more funnier than Kevin Hart. To me, Eddie Murphy, because even in his prime, when you go to a lot of people say laugh at my pain, and you go to the prime of raw with Eddie Murphy, I'm always going to say Eddie Murphy raw is way better than laugh at my pain. And I'm also always going to say that coming to America, the original movie of coming to america you can't name me one kevin hart movie that compares that it will be an icon it will be as iconic right, iconic is coming yeah yeah because you can still to this day go watch coming to america and laugh your ass off i can't say the same with a kevin hart movie yeah because i honestly and i'm not trying to like just be like oh i don't have that movie of kevin hart's where I'm laughing at. But you're also not a super fan of Kevin Hart's either. Like, I feel like if maybe you were, like, a super, super fan of both, then maybe you could find one that was comparable. Because do I think no, there's one that's no, comparable? This, this is some people who really like Kevin Hart. Like, my sister, she, she loves, she likes Kevin Hart. She thinks Kevin Hart has funny moments. But even she said, there's not one movie of Kevin Hart's I could compare to Eddie Murphy coming to america and you gotta think about it eddie murphy catalog is just better you mean eddie murphy wrote you know eddie Mur murphy wrote hard on nights 
Right. I'm not. No, I'm not. I I think they're both funny. I like them both. Like, if I had to pick over one, would I? No. But I mean, do I think they're both funny? Yes. But do I think Kevin Hart has made an iconic? What are you saying that you think they're both equally that you wouldn't pick Eddie Murphy over Kevin Hart? Right. I wouldn't. But do I think Kevin Hart has made an iconic movie like Eddie Murphy has? No, I do not. So, So when you say you wouldn't pick them over one another, so you're saying they're on the same level to you? I'm saying it in the sense that if somebody was like, okay, B, pick a movie, Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy, which one do you want to laugh at? Like, I'd be like, just pick one. Like, I don't care. Oh, really? So you're saying, so if you're saying that, you mean that they're on the same level? Yeah, I guess so. Because I don't really, if you can make me laugh, you can make me laugh. Like, I'm not going to be like a laugh snob about it. Like, I know what I'm saying. Like, you think Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy are on the same level? I think they both make me laugh. That's the only fucking level I know. Um, it ain't like um like i said i'm not like a laugh snob so like it's not like i'm coming in and just being like oh no kevin only made me he he one time in life where eddie made me he 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 like <laughs> i don't know you made me laugh nigga kudos like, i'm one of those people I, I, I like to enjoy something when i watch it i like to seriously laugh a lot i like to to feel it and when i watch a comedy special i like to belly laugh i like to be like oh i'm crying laughing i get that with uh cat williams i get that with bernie mac i get that definitely with eddie murphy old stuff i got that with with uh uh, uh martin old stuff i get that um richard Pryor old stuff they they're old I, yeah i agree with you on that but i like do i like old school funny yes because i think they could push the envelope a lot further like we said earlier, they can today. Like Harlem Nights, love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. It, but like, I can't list a Kevin Hart movie that like off the top of my head that I really just watch and like, I mean, yeah, I laugh, but I can't think of one like off the top of my head, whereas I could spit out tons, you know, like all Eddie stuff. But I grew up on Eddie. I'm not young and well. If I was coming up, I would grow up off of Kevin Hart. So I guess the person who made the initial statement, you know, they probably right. Mm. But they still could be fun. That's just like Beyonce's dad saying, you know, that old girl was not as talented as Beyonce. Like, I found that offensive. Well, that was Chloe, uh, uh, Chloe and Haley. He was talking about Chloe. But the thing that got me with that is that Beyonce is literally managing them. She makes them like her protégés. So... In a sense, he's dissing all the work that Beyonce has done to got to get them this far and get them the recognition they're getting. But they're, around. That they're individuals. So like we know there's never gonna be another Beyonce knows. He knows that because she's an original, right? Like that once again, you can't be comparing them. Like everyone's gonna have their own spin and their own finesse. Now, do I think it was fair to be like everyone's an idiot for thinking? No, sir, take it down a notch. You do it entirely too much. Well, I don't think it's wrong to compare. Like, It's like when you see somebody and you say, do you have a young Janet Jackson coming up in this day? And people say, well, look at Sierra. She can dance her ass off. And if you want to tell me somebody who, if you're doing a biopic about Janet Jackson, who if, 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 uh, Jane Jackson was a little bit taller, I would definitely say Sierra because Sierra can, you know, dance her ass off. And, you know, she, I mean, she's a badass dancer. And, and, and for Janet, somebody like Janet to say, 
Sierra is, you know, amazing. She can dance, you know, it, you know, and when you look at her and that's one of your idols, it's like, well, who could, who could compare? You're not like you're comparing, you're saying who right. could be the next, that's how Beyonce got her comparison to uh, not saying Michael compared, but they're saying who could be this generation's Michael, not saying that she was going to over exceed and be Michael Jackson. They're saying who could be this generation's Michael uh, Jackson. And then you look at somebody like Beyonce on top of it, you know, queen of, I mean, she, I mean, she, you know, does anything is selling out. She's going to do it with her full best. She's, she's a, a perfectionist. You know, she wants to make sure everything is I mean, great. she's a born entertainer. That's just yeah. So when you look at somebody like that and you say, okay, this is this generation's Michael Jackson. You're not comparing. You're not saying she's better than Michael Jackson. You're saying that she is this generation's that's right now. You get what I'm saying? So I don't think comparisons are a bad thing. It becomes a bad thing when you're pitting people against each other. But well, and like you said, maybe they're using the word comparison wrong, right? Because it's not a comparison. It's a new generation of who is doing, you know, the entertaining. Yeah. Because it's not a comparison at all. Like, if you've had, if you live through Michael, you know, your Stevie Wonders, your Beyonce's, the Rihanna, uh, Sierra uh cardi jt you know city girls if you've lived through all of them you're gonna have a favorite but you can't just lay out a piece of paper and compare them because like i said everyone does something different and brought something different to the table on why you like them and why you were entertained by mm -hmm. them Beyonce is a perfectionist janet learned how to dance her ass off because michael taught her you know how to do it now if you want to compare people you could compare michael and janet because we all know michael was the better dancer janet has said that herself but mm -hmm. you like i said it's just i don't like the word comparison because they're artists every artist is different yeah but i mean i'm pretty sure that if somebody came to you in an interview and, and they compare i'm pretty sure beyonce felt more than flattered to get told you know to be compared to uh, michael jackson that's a, an accomplishment oh, that's sure. a you know i mean I, yeah, I mean so i don't think like i said like i said in the white context comparisons are oh my god you comparing me to this living legend like you you're but how many times do we hear it in the right context i think i hear it uh in the right context and i also hear it in the bad context but to me i would just focus in <laughs> if it was me i would be focusing on the on the positivity now what i don't like is when people say like oh you're better than michael jackson even beyonce has said don't 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 do that because i'm not better than michael jackson there's only one michael jackson there's only one right. beyonce there's only one that but it, it, but when I look at Chloe and what she is doing, and I love that she's being more free this year. I love that she, you know, is letting us in more. I think she's on a great path to. I also think she's a baby and she's living out her life as she should. I think she's a baby. I mean, she's she's expressing herself as a grown ass woman. She's twenty what twenty two twenty three right? I, I don't actually don't know her age. I'm not gonna lie. They're in their 20s. Yeah. But I think she's, you know, making people know I'm a grown-ass woman. I love my body, which, girl, if I had those, if if I had that 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 body, I would love it too. I would, baby, let me tell you something. If I had that bourgeois, that booty, if I had that butt, if I had that skinny waist. Okay. I, look, because, man, she be, she, yes, honey. Ooh. Ooh, this is how we do it. Ooh, you're making my ears hurt. Ooh, be quiet. Ooh. Yeah, I do love Chloe and Holly. I've, uh, hey, I've, I, I've really liked them for some time now, and I always felt like they were very like 
they just they're i'm happy they're getting the recognition and the love that they're getting right now in this moment it's like it just makes me happy that they're getting everything that they deserve and more i'm just loving it for them uh so but I know y'all going on. I know y'all waiting for y'all like get, get get into the juice. Get into the juice. Oh God, can we gonna force get this on top? Juice. It's not done. Don't, don't nobody want to force it. Everybody's talking about it, and I know they want us to talk about it because it's the thing. But Bianca want to get into her story, so make it quick, Bianca, so that we can get to this juice. Oh God forbid that the princess try to upshine my current pain. Well, yes, it will, honey, because this juice is good, honey. This tape, you know. <laughs> Story time with Bianca. We we could we could pause it because let's go ahead because I haven't t- shared with Kim my initial raw reactions to the interview. I know Kim ain't gonna like nothing I gotta say. So yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I'm gonna be on the right side. Bianca gonna be on the wrong side. It's only Bianca gonna be on the realistic side. Bianca gonna be on the wrong Bianca side. On. I'm gonna be on the right side, and y'all already know what side I'll be on. So y'all should already know when y'all know. Bianca's probably on the most American side of this. Ain't got shit to do with the bills that come well, through my house. Look, not nobody care about that. Everybody and their mama was talking about. It. Ain't got to do with nobody. But guess what? Everybody talk about. Can you remember when we went to the bar that time and we had asked. uh we had asked the bartender who those guys were down there and he looked at us and he was like i don't know they don't pay my bills that's how <laughs> look everybody is like, that's that's how that I but look everybody's talking about it so i'm gonna talk about it because i watched the whole interview on sunday night and well the first thing i want to say about megan that i think she initially did wrong Oh my God, Kim is going to say Megan was wrong. Well, yeah, oh. I mean, of course, nobody's perfect. Who's perfect? But the thing, I mean, I also feel like Harry is very wrong. And I'm going to get to that later on because we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to tell you what I feel like. Harry, you, you, you want to turn that phone off? You, you want, you want to stop looking on Instagram? Oh, my work computer, my bad. Mm-hmm. Look at that, look at it on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know what they want. <laughs> but no, seriously, the one thing I felt like that Megan was absolutely wrong in is when she is when Oprah said, "Well, did you Google? Did you Google uh, like how to be a princess? Like, how, did you even Google Harry?" And she was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't Google my husband because you know I wanted to find out the real him." Thank now, you. Yes. Oh my God. Now I don't know. Bianca knows one thing about me. Thank you. But hold on. This, this, this is one thing Bianca knows about me. Bianca. Do I? Oh not? my God, y'all! Kim will take a whole fucking <laughs> cell phone number and try to turn a nigga into a criminal. Do you understand? If I don't Google my date, Kim will Google my date. So the fact that you surround yourself with people who don't look out for you and you don't even pretend to Google <laughs> your boo, I'm calling bullshit. Like, but to me, I honestly felt like she was that dumb. And to no, I feel like that's a lie. And- I really, I feel like she lied. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I feel like she lied. You mean to tell me y'all talked, then y'all dated, he courted me, y'all courted, and you ain't not never looked into his life. You didn't wonder about his mom on any level. You didn't wonder about like the current British standings. So you basically proved that the stereotype that Americans are dumb and self-absorbed is very much- Wait, first of all, I don't think, uh, this is what I, okay, I want to say this. No, I don't think Americans are dumb. I don't think Americans are self- Well, I do think some of us are dumb. Some of us are self-absorbed, but that's every country. But what I do believe though, and I'm not going to talk about that because if I- 
I would Google him, but I would not be Googling all what you just said about Brit. What you just say? The British, the kingdom about the rules and stuff. No, I, mean, I would like, not Google that because that's not what I would have Googled. I would have Googled him. I wouldn't want to know about him. I wouldn't want to know that. And I definitely would have watched the crown. Okay, first of you all, had the, you okay. had it in your hands. The crown. It was on. Even Oprah said, "Well, y'all watch the crown because I watch." But I mean, I mean this. I would have Googled my boo. And then I feel like I just would have been a little nosy and tapped into like a little other things. Or I would have asked, because her friend who hooked them up, you know, was connected to them. So she knew something too. Like, you don't ask me a lot of questions when I'm going out on a date. Well, yeah, but this is the, but let me tell you this. This is what I also feel like. I feel as Americans, I don't know. And this is just me because honestly, if it wasn't for the crown, and I still don't know. I don't know everything that happens with their government. You get what I'm saying? I don't understand that whole thing. I don't even understand what what the queen rights are because it's so like this, you know, to me it's foreign. And and, and I think that's more than okay because I'm pretty sure some people come to America and are like, I'm confused with your rules. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's normally okay. I just felt like to go in there blind. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like for her to go in there blind, and I mean this, I feel like her friends let her down. I feel like she... I don't think her friends, because at the end of the day, you were in control of your own life. Baby... Oh, okay, Kim. So you mean to tell me right now, you're going to sit here and tell me that you would not... If I said, oh, it's okay, Kim, I don't want to do any research. You wouldn't have done no research and told me nothing. That's what you basically is This is what I'm saying. If you I would have done my research, but if you didn't want to know the information, what am I going to do? Because I oh, you wanted to, okay, okay. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying is that I would have done my research for you. Of course, I would have done my research for you. But also at the same time, when I tell you somebody that I'm talking to, if I give you some information about somebody, I've already done my research. Have I not? I've never had you do the research for me because <laughs> look, the way I'm is, I'm presenting the research to you because. <laughs> You ain't even got time to be And I still feel like even if I didn't want to know, you would have told me. I know you would have. So like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I stand by my statement. What? You didn't go, none of your chicks Google? Yeah, but I can't, I can't blame her friends for Megan's actions. Also another thing, of course we were talking about it. And this is what I, in my heart of hearts, I honestly have always believed that Kate was feeding the press stories to make her because I always felt that Kate all because you know she was the hot stuff she still is she is the princess oh she's the you know feature queen she is the chosen one oh she's all this and it was a-okay when Megan was just dating Harry because they didn't know if it was gonna go any further or not it was just a okay. This might be. Cause remember, all the Brits were just okay with him dating her because they didn't know if it was. But gonna... I don't really think they were okay with them dating her. I just think that they thought it was a phase. Yeah. Like, and that's that's really how it should have been said. I think that they thought, oh, okay, he just want to get out of his system and date a little black chick. Go ahead and date this little black bitch and see what's up. I think that's really how they looked at it. But 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 I think he he got engaged and they knew that this was the real thing. Harry was really in love with her. I think at that point, Kate started feeding the media because even when you heard, because when we heard the story that 
Megan made Kate cry. And then to me, Megan came there and said, she, I actually didn't make her cry. It was the other way around. She made me cry. And at that point I knew that was when everything was changing at that point. Were they married when that story came out? They were still engaged. But this after the fact that that came out. Okay, I would say that then because it was about the wedding, so it was after the fact. Okay, but who cares if you made her cry? Like or she, like who, like seriously? But but, but they, they but they, they made her out. I think that was the story that changed it and made her like, oh, she's a demon. Oh, this is and then like she said. I knew, and she said, it was the other way around. Kate gave me flowers. She apologized for making me cry. But my whole thing is, Kate, and this is why I knew that Kate had to be the one feeding the media. Because why wouldn't Kate come out and say, that's not true? Even if she didn't even admit to making Megan cry, why not come out and release a statement and say, that is not true? She did not make me cry. You get what I'm saying? Even if she didn't say I made I made her cry, why not just come out and say that's not true? That's not true. Uh, so, okay. This is how, and I, I'm not saying it's right, but I do agree with Harry on this one. I think his family and Kate is the part of that family. So I think that family and just like he said, all the royals are so brainwashed of thinking their way is genuinely superior not realizing that we're in the 21st century and the monarch really has no standing anyway um but i think if she would have came out and said it she would have had to admit that she was really wrong and who want i mean it's one thing for me to say hey kim i fucked up i'm sorry but it's a whole nother thing for me to come out and say to the world hey guys stop picking and vill and villainizing the new chick I was wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially when you are going to, well, you won't have the title even after the queen dies because Charles will be king. But I mean, eventually you will have the title before Megan does, you know, if every, you know. Yeah, because so, Megan will never get the title. Right. So, I mean, I can see why she wouldn't do that. But then at the same time, like I have been saying, right or wrong, this was just some catty, mean girl shit. And... Honestly, I think Megan should have just been like, okay, this is the, the okay. Mm -hmm. And she should have been catty right back because Kate did other things that Megan mm -hmm. said, you know, that Kate was constantly kind of nagging and picking on her for like, you know, uh, the dress was the wrong color, you know, or she didn't curtsy the right way. Like all this small things you're picking on her for, mm -hmm. but why is it always one-sided you know like i'm if you think you about to pick on me and i'm not doing no shit back to you mm -hmm. you're a fool. period you a fool and i think that's what megan i felt like if megan would have set the tone right i think if megan would have set the tone of i'm not that bitch yeah we would have had a whole different conversation like you can keep telling the tabloids what you want when you get to your your wing of the house boo something <laughs> gonna be waiting for you play with me I'm dead ass serious. Play with me. Because it because it, it, it actually makes me because Megan gave up everything. She gave up her career. She said she wanted to be here. She wanted to be serious. And one thing that stood out to me was Megan said she gave up her passport. She gave up her driver's license. She gave up her keys. She gave up everything. And I'm just like, are you now, okay, I, I felt some type of way about that too. I, I did feel some type but of way. But me, about that. First of all, I'm not giving up everything. 
Well, okay, so here, and this is where I get really frustrated. And I know everyone is going to disagree. And this is where I become the villain of the podcast. Hi, my name's Bianca and I don't care. Um, she, she went in too blindly. And I think if she did not realize that she was going to have to give that stuff up, I on some level fought Harry. Like, you didn't, you didn't tell her. Or like you didn't inquire for her. You know, like I just feel like some of the headaches that she had could have been avoided. I'm not saying the racism could have been avoided. That's not what I'm saying, because that was a lie. And all that racism shit, I believe, to oh, my yeah, of course. But I think some of that dumb shit, like the passport, and I didn't know I was gonna have to give this up. I blame the two of them. Like, Harry, you didn't ask on her behalf. Well, I think he knew. Okay, so you didn't tell her on her behalf that she was going to have to give up a passport or she was never going to be able to drive. You know, like, these are things I believe she genuinely didn't realize. Granted, when have you ever seen a royal driving, like, when they go to all these events most of the time? Like, it's very rare that you see them driving. But nonetheless, why wouldn't you have told her that? Well, I also think that you can always be told, hey, you're about to be a, you know, a princess Meghan Markle or Duchess whatever I think they never wanted to give her that title of princess just because she was black and we know that because later on we're going to talk about that situation but I feel like you can go into a situation and still be blinded you get what I'm saying but like you said I do say Meghan should have researched that's what we're saying the research part should have been but also this is a thing that 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 pissed me off I don't know, and I know for sure, Kate Middleton got some type of training. It is no way you're going to tell me Kate didn't get some training today to how to be, you know, print. Okay, now, I, go ahead and finish your statement, because I have, I, I did feel some type of way about that. Yes, yeah, I, I felt like, like she got some type of training. I feel like in every position, when you go, and this is just, and this is just the truth. When you go apply for any job and you get the job. They're going to give you a manuscript. They're going to train you. Am I lying? Any job you apply. Now, wait a minute. I'm I'm talking about from my personal peasant experience. I no, no, I'm talking about any job. The job that you got. No, no, no. I know. That's what I'm about to tell you. I have been on jobs where they say they're going to train you, and I've never been trained. It's literally been baptized by fire. I've been but on two jobs like most that. Most jobs you get, 90% of the jobs you get, they're going to give you a manuscript. They're going to give you some notes. They're going to give you something. They're not going to, because not, you, you don't know nothing. When you first start a job, you don't know nothing. They're going to give you a, a script. Even if you got to go learn yourself the script, they're going to give you some papers. You get what I'm saying? They're going to give you some terms. They're going to give you some te te uh, terminology, some technology. When you go, into when you go uh, to college, they don't just say, okay, when you walk into a classroom and you start a semester, they're not going to say, okay, we got to take the final exam right now. You got to learn. You got to get. You got to get the books. You know. You got to take the uh, quizzes. You got to do all this stuff, and all that leads you up. Am I not lying? When you have, when you go to a semester, all those, all those classes you took led you up to getting your engineering degree, right? And knowing that when you get, when you go to work, you got a little bit of knowledge in what terminology is. It is it not? Sometimes. Oh no, sometimes, ain't no. Yeah. Sometimes when you got no, honestly, you're asking me, and I'm telling you. Sometimes, <laughs> yes, I'm only speaking from my experience. I have been in classes where literally we were given an exam on the first day, and they were like, "You should have known this." But that was, was I supposed to know? No, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about when you got from the from the from the start from the freshman year to the senior year. 
What I'm saying is that when you graduated, you came in that from the freshman time you came in to the senior year time you graduated, you left with more knowledge. That's just the truth. You left with more knowledge and knowing more stuff than what you did your first day of engineering. Am I lying? Right. So that's what I'm saying. They gave you the they gave you the trend. They gave you the breakdown, the courses to teach you how to become an engineer. Now, you of course, you're not going to learn everything. But you're going to learn enough to get you by. Am I lying? Am, 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 am I telling the truth? Right. But also, Kate is a different story, right? Because Kate... Well, she grew up there. But what I'm saying is... Right. And she not had already some higher, you know... Yeah. But she still didn't know everything. Because she's no, not... She didn't. Yeah. But she ain't started from ground zero, neither. Megan yeah. started from ground zero. But what I'm saying is, I honestly believe... Kate was taught something. She didn't go up in there because they love Kate. You're not going to tell me nobody sat down with Kate and told her some things. My thing is, you know this girl is an American. You know this. You know she's not going to know everything. Even if I researched, I'm still not going to know everything. I don't know every dictator's name, even though I, you know, you, 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 I mean, you become a president. They train you. They give you stuff. They let you know what you need to know, what you can't know. People like Donald Trump is an idiot. He probably didn't take the training course, but everybody else usually does. What I'm saying, and so you be, so you, so you go in wiser. What I'm saying is, they a hundred percent set Meghan Markle up to fail when they did not give her any type of training. Meghan said, "I went through the nights learning." Now, how would you think she would know the national anthem? She said, I taught myself the national anthem. Did she not say that? I taught myself this stuff. I had to okay, become my I still teacher. go back to my original question. I still refer back to my original question. If me and you are in this together, okay, babe, do you know the national anthem? Like, why is that the well, first time I'm, I'm having this conversation? Well, I'm Seriously. He taught her some stuff. It's no way you're going to tell me he didn't. But what I'm saying is the queen, Charles, all of those people, and it's just the truth. They should have got her somebody. Don't you cannot tell me. I've seen them. I'm not saying they shouldn't have, but why would you expect them to? Like, it's yes, that was the right thing to do, but it I would is the right thing to do. It's 100% the right thing to do. They set her up to fail. It's just the truth. It's no way nobody's going to tell me they did not want Megan to fail. They set her up to fail. We clearly know they set her up to fail because, like she said, I didn't know. I, I went in there. I told him, I, I, I want to take this serious. I gave up everything. I mean, if you give up your career, if she was doing great on suits. Megan had established a name for herself. She was because of suits, though, right? Yeah, because right? yes, because of suits. But that's not a small show. Suits for the pre- no. I'm not. I'm not degrading it. I'm just saying. I just want to make sure that yeah. suits was because that's the only thing I remember. So yeah, because she, she, she didn't get a chance to really establish and to make her career even bigger. Because at that point, she gave up everything. Left the show. Remember, she left the show when she got engaged. Left the show of suits. Gave up everything and said, "I'm both. You know, uh, I'm going to quit everything." well technically now they're even right because harry is losing all his titles but we're saying right what we're saying when she went into it she gave up everything she said i gave up everything because i wanted them to know that i took it serious now what i'm saying is they did they wanted her to fail just like they wanted princess diana to fail let's just let's just keep it real and let's align the stories up 
Because when you listen to some of the stuff she's saying, it's adding up. Like you said, they thought it was going to be a little fling. Oh, he gonna get this little black love out of his system. He gonna go on, but you know, and then they gonna go. But it got it got him pissed off when he came to the queen and said, "I, I I'm gonna use my mama's ring. I'm a, and and I, and I'm a and I'm a propose." Now you're not gonna tell me that the family was like, "Oh, great, I'm amazing." Well, that ring was rightfully his. Though. No, but what I'm saying is this proposal. You were telling me that you that, that the family was just like, oh, this is amazing. You're going to propose to her? Oh, my God. How's it going to be? Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. And then we're going to walk out to the front, and you're going to show off the ring, and oh, this is going to be a beautiful moment. You know, you know that they were like, you want to do what? With that nigger? <laughs> I mean, I absolutely don't think they were on board by any means. But I also think, and this is just me, being the skeptic that I am. And I, I've said this so many times and Kim, if Kim doesn't remember, she doesn't listen to my conversation because I've said, I even said this when I watched Get Out. Ain't no way I'm giving up no car keys. No, none what I'm not giving up car keys. And I, I'm also not going to, I feel like she was in such a, hmm, like a rock in a hard place, right? Like I'm so in love mm -hmm. that I'm giving up basically my life. And don't get me wrong. That's super cute. It worked out real well for Romeo and Juliet. Um, mm. Did it? <laughs> they both killed themselves. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, yeah. in, all <laughs> in all seriousness, she gave up so much but she knew so little mm -hmm. and i would never expect my husband's family not and like once again we're not talking about race but i would never expect my husband's family to 1000 percent teach me a new way of life without me doing more background research i would never because basically you're held captive right it's just and when she said all the key stuff and the passport and i was unprepared and no i didn't do any research it really made me think of get out like it reminded me specifically of the scene when old dude went over there and he saw that one that one red flag when old boys run into him and did that little l break and then he was like oh shit, I'm, I'm not gonna leave i'm just gonna go back in the house and act like this didn't happen like but then he got to the point he needed to leave he asking for the keys, you know, like he was not prepared for the situation he went into because he went in blindly with love. Yes, love is real. It's a great thing to have, but you need to be realistic about some shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they and I'm not wishing anything bad on them with my next statement. I'm really not. I hope they have a great marriage. I hope they, you know, spend many years together, you know, and they end their lives together. Like I just get old and die. You know how we all wish to find love. But I now feel like the position they put themselves in, they have no choice now. They got to ride or die for each other now. I don't think they got to do that now. She ain't going to ever be that. Now, I'll never agree with that. I never agreed that you should stay in a loveless or unhappy. I'm not saying that they are because it seemed like they were really happy. No, I'm not saying that either. But I feel like if yeah. it was, they going to have to figure out no, a way to work. No, out. you ain't got to do that. But you know what? We're just going to talk about the major issue other than her saying that she was, you know, and we're, you know, her being pregnant and suicidal and she said that in that picture where you see you know uh harry gripping her arm her uh hand real tight she said you know he was holding on for me for dear life it, it, it was sad that moment because she said she she only went out 
two times in four months and that people were like, and she wanted to get out the house. She wanted to get some fresh air. And then they said, maybe you should lay low because you're in the tabloid. She said, what am I doing? I haven't been out, but I haven't been out in, but two times in four months. And as we could definitely tell, because even the black British media said it, Megan headlines were just brutal. They were full of racism. The same stuff that Kate was doing. Literally, they said, um, Kate is eating an avocado because she's pregnant and, and, you know, it helps her. And they literally had Megan eating avocado and she's helping with the water shortage. How can I? But you know what the real lesson to that was, Kim? What? Stop eating these goddamn avocados. They nasty as shit. Well, okay. That's not. (laughs) Uh, But uh, (laughs) honestly, it was racism. And you know what? This is why this is, this is the lesson that I hope a lot of you learned because I, I think a lot of us want to just say, oh, America and their racism. We hear that everywhere we go. Oh, America and their racism is just so bad and all this stuff. You can go to Canada, that's going to be racism. And you can take your ass to uh, over there across the pond, that's going to be racism. You can say, and I, and, I, and I hate that people just try to make it seem like only America has racism. But then when you right. see people who take their ass over there across the pond and they're like, oh my God, it's the same type of damn racism over here. They got Black Lives Matter over here. Because if racism didn't matter, why do they got a Black Lives UK? Why do they got a Black Lives Matter in Great Britain? Why do they got a Black Lives Matter in Russia? You get what I'm saying? So you know what this really reminds me of? Mm-hmm. And this, my grandmother used to always say this, you know, and she used to be like, it's great to experience new things. It's, it's great mm-hmm. to always have new experiences. But do not ever, ever forget that you were still black. Mm-hmm. And she didn't say it like that. I'm cleaning it up. But you, you still are black at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not saying that doesn't mean that, you know, because she's black, she shouldn't have married a white man. That's not what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, and I love... I love her naiveness on so many levels. And she admitted that it was a regret that she had. Mm -hmm. But I think that she went in too blind and she was too comfortable for me. Mm. For me personally, she was too comfortable thinking a white family Mm. that has a history Mm. of racism. You don't got to know shit about the royal family. But Mm. let's be very clear, even in America, we know the privilege that white families have. Like mm-hmm. even, you know- They have slaves, they own slaves. Right. I don't like, even soccer mom type, you know, yeah. different, you know, even soccer mom standards, there is still slavery. It, well, I, I'm saying slavery, you know, just breaking it down in ranks of modern day times compared to old times. But I mean, you know, the farmer, he didn't own that land. You know, he worked for the master in the house, you know? So for you to think that a family that has history that goes so back, fucking you see how big that the royal family had a hand in the start of slavery. Right. That's what I'm saying. They literally were colonizers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like because, saying because they were white. You're thinking colonizers. About it, why did they have, why was the, why, why did, Queen Elizabeth have any ruling in in Africa? So right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so knowing this basic world history of you know Christopher Columbus and how he worked with them, and then how they came over mm-hmm. and did colonization of 
uh, Jamaica and all their ports that they had and how they were over here. They had their hand in everything. They colonized. They came through and the Brits were working their way mm-hmm. and all by this family, this lineage that backs up. So even if you ain't Google, boo, you went to history class. Yes. Yep. And this is what. No. no. Too naive for my comfort. Yeah, you, you, you're definitely right. She she came in there blind. And we're going to get to the main part right now, y'all. The meat and the bread. The one y'all want to know about. We uh, So when Megan got pregnant with Archie. I don't like that name, by the way. Well, that's the, oh, that's the name they want. You know, I'm just saying, like, really? Because I feel like just to piss them off, you would have had a Jerome. I would, look, you would have had a Jerome, you know. <laughs> I would have had, had, you know, like a, a, a shit. Um, Especially after, this is the thing that gets me. After she knew, after she heard this right here, when Harry came to her and told her, you know, I'm having discussions with my family and they don't want to give him a role. They don't want to give him a title. They don't want to give him a title. First of all, if Harry is a prince, his son is royalty. It, it does not matter that he's going to come out you know, he's, his mother's black. It does not. Okay, so I kind of, I was very confused. And once again, I'm an American, so I'm naive on, you know, chains and names, partly because it doesn't pay my bills. So I told y'all how I feel about it. But this was my real confusion. When she said that, the first thing I thought was that was, that I understand that's what they told her. And well, that's, hold on, you know, let, me, let me just say what they said. So people who, who didn't uh, listen to the interview, they know. Then I'm going to let you pick up. So what Bianca is saying is that, when they were talking, when uh, Harry came to her and was like, you know, basically when when they they don't want to give Archie any type of royalty title, like no security, no nothing. He'll just be Archie. Right. So my concern when she said that was with the little knowledge and from watching, I guess, like the two episodes of The Crown I did watch. Yes, I only watched two. I'm not caught up and I don't plan on it. Um he would get a title based off of his dad. Yeah. Now that now I don't know if that means you get protection. I don't under, do. I don't know do. that. He gets protection. But I know you get a title. So like once again I'm questioning how cuz it was the I think she said like Harry had brought that up, you know, like and that's what they were telling Harry. But Harry know the rules to the game and he know how to play the game. But they didn't want but they didn't this is the thing. They didn't care. They didn't want to do the rules. So if you are a world, if you are the princess, the queen, Queen Elizabeth's great great wait, is it great grandson? Yeah, great grandson. Why would you not get protection? If her sister's grandkids, great grandkids get protection, why would the queen's own great grandson not get protection? How is it supposed to go? Just like Harry couldn't breathe without having security around him. The same thing should happen to Archie. It's in every rule book, every thing known to man. Queen, anybody in her royal throne, her, her bloodline gets the protection. I mean, come on now. That is the queen. That's the direct line to. If you leave Archie out in great in uh in the UK, you let Archie go anywhere. A person can literally snatch him up. I mean, come on now. It's it's only right that you give him. You Harry has never walked a day until now. Has never walked a day in his life 
without the protection until right now. You get what I'm saying? But before then, he he always had protection. So why would his son, if his brother kids got protection, why would his own why would his kids not get protection? You get what I'm saying? What, and Kim's not gonna like this statement, and I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying this is exactly what happened. If you fall in line, you get benefits. The time and the moment and the day that you decide that you are not going to do as I tell you. It wasn't. No, no, no. No, we're not going to say that. Because because she had, she was in the house. What did Megan do before she decided that she, and her, and she, and like she said, I didn't decide we needed to leave. My husband decided. And what did he say? I saw the same thing happening to I saw history repeating itself. She was gonna stay there and be miserable. She was gonna No, I know there. that, but I'm saying I'm saying you're asking why. I I personally think it was they were doing that as a punishment it, to you're not you gonna know, call a spade a spade. The reason why they didn't want Archie to get protection because he was a black, he was gonna be a black, he had black in his blood. Let's not just be uh uh trying to sugarcoat it. Well we haven't Let's talked be- about the race aspect yet, so that's why I'm not saying it in that regard. Well this is what- well, this is what they said. The and he made it clear to Oprah when I when they when uh, I saw a little clip of Oprah on uh, the morning show that they have on CBS CBS Morning. She they made it clear as day. He said, "I wanted to be clear that my grandmother never said this to me, and my grandpa Charles. Oh, is it? Wait, what's the Philip? No, I'm sorry, Philip. Him is not Charles. No, sorry, girl. I look. I know. I know. He died." I'm not really I'm not trying to be funny, but he's in a hospital right now. Uh, he's also old as shit. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. He get old. Now he old people die. It's just the truth. You know what? <laughs> now <laughs> I'm not doing I'm not being funny, but old people do die. Now that's one thing that old people do. Now, uh he's he made it quick clear it wasn't Queen Elizabeth and it wasn't the Prince uh Philip. So that lets you that leaves you with two options. It was Charles and it was William in that room. And they were questioning him. About, I don't know if are, it was really them. Because you it know, it was, you noticed that Megan was telling the it, story. It was. There's more people to the faction. He clearly said, her. nope, it, please open your eyes. He said it clearly that he said, my dad don't talk to me. Um, right. My brother have a rocky relationship. It was them too. Absolutely. They don't have a relationship, but they ain't Rocky. They ain't got one. He basically said it in so many words. It was them. And you know what, Harry? That's one thing I didn't like about you. You should have called them out. It was Charles and it was Philip. It was, I'm sorry, it was Charles and it was William. Yes, bitches. I'm calling y'all out. What fuck y'all gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? I mean, if y'all wanna please attack, don't. Don't rope me in. I ain't got no money. That (laughs) That's what, (laughs) allegedly. Allegedly. But everybody, like everybody said, but this is what I'm saying. They said, what are you going to do when Archie comes out black? What are you going to do? Now, now, as light as Archie is, as light, I mean, come I am, on. You know, and this sounds so ignorant on my behalf, but I'm going to say it, and I said what I said because I said it. Yeah. I was really hoping that it was going to pull, like, way back in them jeans and oh, just bring yeah. me this, a Hershey kiss. I wanted to I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to come on her mama. Face. I want to argue yeah. to be the, and I hope that, and I hope that daughter, because they have it. Because if you don't know, Meghan Markle is pregnant, and they having a daughter. I pray the daughter looks just like her mama. I pray the daughter looks just like her. I was hoping for a chocolate mama. baby. I was wanting them to have a genuine stroke. <laughs> I would. I'm not gonna lie to you. And and 
to me, it was clear as day the reason why the baby wasn't going to get, where they're trying to not get the baby protection. It was clear as day why they were trying not to get the baby a title. It was, all this was clear as day. And then when they said, when Megan said, and then, you know, I get in the headlines and then Oprah asked her, what about you not want to take the picture? She said, I wasn't asked to take a picture. And that lets me know. They were trying their hardest because they didn't know if that baby was going to be dark or light. They didn't want that picture out because if that baby would have been a dark baby, I would have been so elated. They wouldn't have wanted that picture. And you know what? I'm thinking to my head. When I, when I say, when I think about this and I think about William, Diana must be so disappointed looking down on him. Because she on, must be, huh? On William? Yeah, she must be just so, because she sees, like, I, because you know, you know, as we know, Diana went on and did her uh, interview where she said they're having an attack against me. They don't like me. The throne is terrible. You know, remember she did that interview back in the 90s calling them out and was right. like, they, they're evil like they like they literally they hate me and it's because i want to have a voice it's because you know they, they it's like it's depressing because remember basically diana's life was planned for her before she was even born. right well it was an arranged thing yeah. but this was my thing and i know you're gonna you're not gonna like this either but the one difference if i had to say there was a difference between the Diana story and Megan's is one. I'm glad it didn't end up how mm-hmm. Diana did. That's first of all, because yes. I, I feel like there would have been no one safe at that point. Um, but Diana, on some level, while she wasn't prepared for what she received and the torture that I believe she really went through, she grew up in that life. So she knew on some level how to fight back and still kind of get them zings. Megan, Megan didn't really get like that that tough skin that Diana had that I believe Diana had, you know. Mm-hmm. And that I think did her a disservice. Yeah. You know, like she just she wasn't. Prepared. I think had she been in it for a couple more years, she would have got it, and she would have been nailing their asses right and left. But they didn't stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, <sighs> but do you think if you if you know because if you know the story. Like we all know, if you you, what do you do? You think Diana is looking down like, yes, Harry, William, I'm disappointed that you talking about this baby skin, that you was sitting right here doing all trying to not have this baby have a a title and protection. Like William, come on. I think Diana, and like I said, we were not on first first name basis, even though we share the same birthday. We don't know. We didn't know each other. But I think, I really think she's looking down like you turned out to be exactly how I thought. William is just like his fucking father. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. he cheats on his wife. Mm-hmm. And he just, to me, he looks, I don't think his, I don't think Charles is a big, big asshole. When you look at him, he yeah. doesn't just give off asshole vibes. William, to me, looks like an asshole. Mm-hmm. It looks like Harry need to put them paws on him real quick and just get shit lined up and, and tuned up. And look, that's why William's, William, even on, William's own head don't like him. Well, they're both balding. Just no, so we'll both, but Harry got some hair on that head. William, Harry needs to go ahead and shave that hair off, William, and then William needs to let go of his No, head. Harry got some hair on that head. Harry could put William trying to do that little old person comb over where there's those little three strands of hair that kind of just mixed in the 
Now, Harry got some hair on their head. William's hair don't even like him. William looked like a damn 80-year-old man. William, well, I just said the little three pieces of hair that wisp on his head, you know, that little over-the-wall pattern. But I was looking at Harry, and I was like, boo, you got that gorgeous redhead beard. Go ahead and, you know. Yeah. How, your daddy got, how does Charles got more hair than William? How does your grandpa, Philip, got more hair than you? Come on now. I'm not doing this with you. Okay. All so- I'm is we need to readjust it. But you know, that's just like what I said about LeBron. It's okay to let that hair go, boo. But even it's okay. everybody got more hair than William. William head on like him. But this is the great thing that I think from what I was reading, they said because Diana kind of knew Harry was a little bit more freer thinking than William. She left Harry more money than she did William. And I'm actually... I don't think that's why she left Harry more money, in my opinion, but okay. Well, I think she knew that Harry was going to want to go at some point. I think, I'm about to say, I think she knew her son would go against the grain. But that's what I'm and saying. So if he was more, if she knew he was more free-thinking. She knew he was more, you know, willing to go against. So that's why she left him. So she left him, from what I heard, uh, 13 million pounds Uh that's what she left from 13 million pounds. And of course the pound is more than a dollar. So she said he, so he said, that's what he used to um, get them started in LA. Cause like he said, I made the decision to leave for my family. And he said, and, and then like they both said, we were not going to leave. She was like, we didn't have anything. We didn't have anything. And she said, that's when uh, they were going to go. They went to Canada. As we all know, they went to Canada and they were going to leave. And then the one thing he asked his family, please don't tell them you're not going to give me security, that you're that you're taking away my security. Please don't announce it. Just take it away. Don't announce you're going to, you know, leave my security. And what do they do? They go say, oh, we're taking away his security. But what? And my whole thing is, why? And this is the thing about when they say, when he says, you know, I have a great relationship with my grandmother. She's the best and all this stuff. It's no way your grandma didn't know or even call. No, wait a minute. Because no, he no. Say she didn't know. Huh? That's not what he said. No, but he said that he has a great relationship with his grandma and they talk, you know, on, on, on Zoom. Yeah, but then he, then he turned around and was like, but you know, she rules with an iron fist. Yeah, like, but my whole thing, we all know how she, we all know how she is. It's no, it's no halfway in or halfway out or you do some of this stuff. To her, it's like you're in, you're in or you're in or you're out or you're out. And, but my whole thing is, you know the security, you know how vulnerable that leaves them. Why announce that? So thank God for people like Tyler Perry, who was like, okay, now you're exposed. You can come live with me. We can give you security. We can give you, you know, um, I can uh, fly you on my private jet and you come live in my house. And he gave them their house and he said they lived there for three months. And like, like Harry said, if it wasn't for my mom's inheritance, we would literally be broke. And my whole thing is, I know they're, uh, the world family is mad because, you know, they got Netflix deals. They got, you know... Uh, yeah, but those came after the fact. Those but, but, but I'm saying because they got Netflix deal, they got uh, what a, a podcast coming and all this stuff. My whole thing is they could have wrote a tell-all book. That's what they could have done. And the reason why they had to do all this stuff is because, like, like Harry said, you cut... They completely cut me off at the beginning of 2020. No nothing. No money. No nothing. My dad doesn't speak to me. Charles, you already a loser. 
So you really should keep it cute. I've seen the crown. You are a primo donna loser. You're socially awkward, and I'm not gonna blame you for that. And you're a loser. Really? He, well, I'm not gonna blame him for the socially awkward part, but he is a loser. No matter how it is, he's a loser. I mean, how do you let Princess Diana? How do you, how do you think that you're better than Princess Diana? <laughs> and then you, and then that's why you got with that. Because if you compare Camilla to Princess Diana, <laughs> now what did we just say about comparing people, Kim? I'm comparing. I'm comparing because she's the reason I'm comparing when it comes to Princess Diana. Absolutely. Because he treated her like trash and he's the reason may she rest in peace. Now come out now. She, like she said, there was an agenda and there was an agenda. Now I'm going to compare when it comes to Princess Diana because she was a royal beauty. Okay. And I don't really say that a lot. Okay. But I love me some Princess Diana. I always, I remember when she died. It was sad for me. I remember the day. I, I when you said it was your birthday. No, we have the same. Oh, okay. I thought you said she passed on your own. No, I remember because I think my grandmother was super upset, but I remember we were watching TV. Mm -hmm. I was downstairs on the first floor. It came on and my grandmother was like in tears. Like she was sad. You know, my grandma don't really cry over white people. So yeah, I was actually really sad. I was like, oh, I remember my grandmother get emotional over it. You know, Mm -hmm. she was like that shame because she really was a good person and she gave back so much more than what she really ever received. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was a fan so I was like oh okay that's what's you up. know what I remember my mom watching that interview I remember her watching the interview and she said I hope she is protected because this interview is a serious interview and i remember my mom saying i hope she is protected and i didn't really know how are you ever really protected when you're in a but you know i mean it sounds like a prison right you gave over all your stuff you can't really like they control your comings and goings when you drive how you know like all this stuff they control so to really be free like harry is now is not an option for a lot of them Mm -hmm. and you know what i really i really do like that harry left and let me tell you why the most important part that i'm harry happy that harry left is because of archie because i 100 think archie did not need to grow in that environment because he would have seen two different worlds he would have saw how his other how he would have saw how william kids are treated against him it, he would have saw so much that he didn't need to see and you know what makes me happy it makes me happy to know that megan's black ass mama Megan's black ass aunties and uncles. Megan's black family is having a big juicy hand in raising Archie. Like it just makes me so proud that Harry is about to get introduced to collard greens and that mom. Like it just makes me so proud to know. But no, seriously, it makes me so proud to know that Archie is going to grow up around that black loving family and not going to have anything to do with her raggedy and daddy, you know, who got on TV today and said that the, you know, I don't think the royal family is racist or, you know, I think they were just asking about her, about the skin color because they just didn't know. I mean, what? But okay. What? I mean, you know, it's it's okay to wonder about skin tone, but the question, the the way they wondered was so 
inappropriate because most people be like oh i wonder what the baby's gonna look like like i hope i have a chocolate baby well i walk around saying that all the time that's just me um but to be like oh oh your skin tone is not gonna go with the way of our lifestyle it's a no for me hmm. that that's so beyond ignorant and and mm-hmm. i mean that's why you have to you know release trash about your daughter every 30 days to get her attention yeah I mean, because if you don't release the trash what he say if he doesn't re- he only reason why he goes to the press every 30 days is because he wants uh her to call him and so until she calls him he will go to the press every 30 days what does that sound like to you isn't that black i mean it sounds like she don't want to communicate but don't that sound like blackmail respect boundaries like emotional blackmail like until you talk to me i'm going to go to the press so you can record my phone call conversation why would megan go to the why would megan call you you already sold the letter she wrote you like when she was younger or something and she wrote you a letter or something you already sold that to the press so you want her to call you so you can sell her voice to the press i think megan ain't missing out on shit (laughs) i mean that's my opinion your dad's a piece of shit there i said it Oh, I'm pretty sure she thinks it too. I'm pretty sure she probably cuss her daddy out. And you know who else is a primo done a piece of shit? And I love the best thing because we knew we knew when this interview aired on Sunday. Who did you know was gonna be having uh, having uh Megan's name in, in 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 his mouth on Monday? Who did you know, Bianca? Oh, I'm not even gonna say his name. No, go ahead and say his name. Go ahead so we can read so we can read a book down. Morgan Pierce. <laughs> Maury Pierce. <laughs> Pierce fired Morgan. Pierce fired Morgan. I don't care what you try to say. Oh, I left and all that stuff. No, boo boo. You got fired, boo. Because you got. But you know what? We were talking about cancel people being canceled, and I was saying like I feel like we use that uh, the cancel culture too much. But let me go ahead and tell you who is genuinely canceled. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Mrs. Osborne. Girl. But Mrs. Osborne. before we get into that, let's talk about what Pierce Morgan did for her to even complain, for her to even be talking. For her to, for her bat eating husband self. Come on, girl, to be talking. So Pierce Morgan on Monday went on his show. Of course, he had Megan's name in his mouth. Uh and when I did you see the one with the black journalist lady who ate him up who was like no you're not gonna say that the royal family is not deep rooted in racism like you were saying at the beginning did you not say that the family was yeah. deep rooted in racism you're not gonna say that and then another lady got on there and told him who Morgan Prince Morgan what who gives you what gives you the right to talk about racism when it comes to black people right you stick right. in your lane. You cannot talk Even about Harry it. had to admit. Harry had to admit to himself. I didn't know half the shit that I know now. And you know what? That's one thing. I'm sorry. That's one thing I, I missed out on. I want to talk about for a second. I felt like Harry was wrong and bringing Megan into that racist ass family. He knew that family was deep rooted in racism. He knew how they felt. He knew from the beginning, from the from the beginning to the end. I felt like for me. Harry should have, like you said, prepared her. This family. I'm not going to say he was wrong, but I think whatever bullshit conversation they had that was like pillow talk before they gave each other cute little kisses and cuddles, y'all should have had a real ass conversation. Mm -hmm. Like a very serious, real conversation about the, the racism and about what it means to date 
a white man in this culture in this family monarchy and you know royalty y'all should have had a very serious before you even think about i'm the one and i knew when we sat down and i looked into them beautiful brown eyes before you even tried to lay all that butter on me boo <laughs> you needed to do some basting you feel me like we should have had a real last conversation yep. it didn't happen yep i agree I, that's what my whole thing is he, I, you know you know when your family and i feel like every racist white person i have people in my family i was telling my my godfather this the other day I have people no, in not, my not, family. Let's not, let's not air your family now. No, I, I mean, I'm not giving no names, but I'm being very truthful. I had pe- I have and had people in my family that I know if I dated a white man, I not never introduced them to them. That's just the God's honest truth, period. Period. I wouldn't. Why? Because I know the conversation that's going to happen. I know as soon as he walk into the door, somebody going to be like, who let this honky in It probably house? was old school white black people who grew up in a time where right. you were taught, it, you well, were not taught, but you really had to grow up not trusting white people because of the stuff you saw. Like, well, and some of them were old and some of them are in my generation. Because they, so yeah, I say that to know, say, I know my family. Yeah, like you, if I bring a white man home, there is at least seven people that man will never meet. It, it just... Yeah, because then have to have a real conversation. Because to me, if I bring a white man home, well, a lot of my older generation has passed. But I get what, because you know, again, my family's from Mississippi. They've seen black people get hung literally in front of them. You get what I'm saying? Right. They've right. seen the crosses be burnt in front of their lawns, like actually in front of their houses. So they grew up like you can't trust white people because I've seen them get hung. I've seen them get beat. I've seen them get, this is what I've seen with my own eyes. You know, my great grandpa was from Alabama. So he, you know, he's seen that in Alabama. He's like, I've seen some of the worst of things. You know, I've seen, you know, literally black men taken from their houses, beaten hung, you know. Right. I get out the middle of the night, shit, broad fucking daylight. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen it. Yeah. So, uh, my thing is, I felt like, like you said, he should have prepared her more, but Pierce Morgan, for you to go around and be like, well, I don't agree. I don't, I don't believe anything she said in this interview that, 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 uh, you know, I don't, uh, that I don't like nothing. And Pierce, the thing that set it off that, that you walked off the stage was because the man has red, <laughs> the man called you out, the man called you out on, on, on what it was. Pierce, you've had Megan's name in your mouth since she started dating Harry. You've had her name in your mouth. And when, and when and once they got married, it was even worse. And if you go back to the story of the reason how, why you got her name in your mouth, why you got her name in your mouth, it's because of jealousy. She went on a date with you. You put her in a cab. She went off to a party. That's where she met Harry. You said... That was the last time you spoke to her. I thought everything went well on a date, but it didn't. That's where she met Harry at the party that, she, that, that, that when, I, when I put her in a cab. That's where she went and she met Harry. You met. You met. You was feeling the date and she wasn't feeling the date. It's okay <laughs> that you got dumped, boo. It's okay. Get the fuck over it. I don't. I personally don't want to hear about it. Me personally, I don't care that you got dumped by the Duchess. And honestly, you you need to go to therapy and talk that shit out. Like, 
I'm serious. It sounds like a big ass personal problem and you need to go talk to a therapist about it. You lost your whole career because you was being fucking hateful. <laughs> That's what you get. A, a petty Everyone bitch. A petty bitch. Huh? A petty bitch. Right. And I hope it resonates when you sleep at night. I hope you toss and turn. And I hope you remember, because I know this is exactly how he going to say it. That black bitch cost me my job. Yes. And remember that a black <laughs> woman took your, because you were so fucking hateful. Mm-hmm. Like, for no reason. Like, okay, you got dumped. Yeah, that sucks, bro. You know, but it wasn't even a dump. She went on a date and wasn't feeling it. Okay, and she probably ghosted him. Nobody likes to be ghosted. She probably did ghost him. I'm not going to sit here and say Megan didn't, because I feel I would have. So, look, I mean. Look, let me just tell you something. What would you do? You go on a date with Pierce Morgan. He takes you. You get in the cab. He takes you. You go up there, and you meet Michael B. Jordan. I mean, we already know I'm leaving. I mean, that's why I just said, I know she ghosted him. He probably called her and they probably did that little pretend ass, you know, oh, let's just set up something for next week. That sounds great. And then she probably didn't show up. You think she answered that phone call? I do. I I really think she tried to be, you know, as cordial without being an asshole and letting him down. And then I think she was sitting there and she was like, well, I got a better and bigger fish, so... (laughs) I'm going to let you go. I mean, I'm just saying how I would have played out the scenario. Uh, but I am saying this. I hope when you go to sleep, and I hope for every night that you go to sleep in your beautiful or mediocre house, wherever you're staying, that you remember that a black woman took your job and hurt your feelings. Yep. <laughs> and, and, I, and I love that that man called him out on air. He was like, you, 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 you keep Megan's name in your mouth. I mean, but he was so he was so good about it. He was like, "No, seriously, let's talk about this." He was like, "I'm sorry, but we've been listening to this from what is it? he said six to uh, six to eight p.m. or some shit like that." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, like you really walking around the studio grumbling about this all fucking day?" <laughs> he literally said, "From six a.m. to eight a.m., we hear you talk about Megan nonstop." I was like. like so you grumble you're literally walking around like an old pop pop grumbling about the fact that you don't like megan because she's such a bad person and she stood you i mean she turned you down and really this is what you're grumbling about all day in a world that has so many issues you're worried about the one date that got like have you not been on another date (laughs) i'm I'm just want to know have you been on another date have you had would you want to be with would you want to be with pierce morgan that's not what the question is. He's so is. bitter that even if you, like, say, I don't even understand how he has fans, but even if you... I mean, Mrs. Osborne clearly <laughs> stands by him and thanks him for everything. Because, okay, so this is when, this is after he did all this, he walked off, and then that's when he said that he's leaving. He know he's leaving. But I actually think he really got fired. Like, me and Bianca said, he got fired. And then here comes, this is where Bianca gonna keep get in, get her ran in. Uh, Sharon Os- Osborne comes in, basically writes a tweet saying that you know, Pierce, I stand by you. I like you. I love you, and I'm always here for you. So Bianca, at Pierce Morgan, I am with you. I stand by you. People forget that you you're paid for your opinion, and that's just your wait, and that's you're just speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. You anyway, um, yeah, Go ahead and he's allowed to speak his truth. However, please let's not forget 
when you were boohooing and crying about all these people bashing your family hmm. and stuff, unless I am wrong, hmm. I don't remember him standing up for y'all and y'all are, aren't they British? <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be that person. I'm just saying I could be wrong, but I, I don't remember that. And you what if people on TV crying? Was she on TV crying? Right, asking people to stop being so mean and like people just don't understand us. You know, who wants to understand? You know, like you wanted compassion, but you're not even giving compassion. And then, let alone, you're not giving compassion to another woman in a spotlight. Mm -hmm. So, you what? Shut up! Shut up! Go go eat whatever. I don't know a bat soup or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is, and sit down. Like, see, I'm over this. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Like, how dare you? Yes, he's entitled to his opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. However, your opinion no longer matters. And um, it cost you your job, sir. So yeah. good luck getting hired somewhere else. Because you are. I mean, I'm sure you will. But I think it'll take you at least a little minute. <laughs> and I don't think it'll be probably as good as a position. Like, you know, you might take a pay cut. <laughs> Whatever it is, promoted from everything. You remember that day he was supposed to be taking over Larry King. Larry King absolutely hated him, and he was like, you know, really, you you got this man being me, and and the ratings for that show went absolutely down to the point that Larry King was like, you you need to get him out of there. So he got out of there, and then he went over there. He was like, I ain't got no career, so he went across the pond, and that to me is where I, uh, Miss Sharon, you can take your happy ass, you and your bat eating husband can take your asses back over across the pond because it seems like you want to be disrespectful look guess what at the end of the day megan left harry left and guess what they gonna be all right here so if you got a problem if right. they ain't really missing a beat last time yeah. I checked. it's not like it's not like they're not thriving over here and not doing better we saw the chicken coop she can go get she can get herself some fresh eggs when she wants to. She can get a little cut of a thigh. Uh, the chicken's really I don't understand people and chicken. Oh, oh, I do. I love little chicken because let me tell you something. Really? Yeah. I, there's I, one, I, one way I like well, there's two ways I like my chicken. Oh, see them. Fried and smothered. Okay. My family, so my family, I actually grew up with my family having like little chickens, little uh cows, little pigs, until you know, I may have woke up the next morning, then see that pig, and I'm like, where did the pig? See, and you were over there naming them, weren't you? Like, no, no, I never named them. They always oh, told me don't good. name them. So I always, yeah, I never yeah. named them. No, I wasn't like Charlotte's Web. I didn't name them. But um, my thing is, Sharon, you can take your happy ass back over there with Prius Morgan and y'all can do y'all own thing together. Now, you're going to sit your happy ass on this and be crying, the bullying, mom, my family, I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, but it's not okay. You stand with Pierce Morgan when he's harassing Megan. And you've got, you have, like, the strangest kids. <laughs> I know, like, seriously, like, your family literally was the joke. Of a lot of jokes. On so badly. So why, why? Why would you be okay with what, what Pierce is doing? Yeah, you got your happy ass on there saying that, you know, your daughter was out getting, getting her, oh, bullying needs to stop, and your son, bullying needs to stop, and your husband's over here getting on stage eating bats, you know, Satan worshiper. So really, you need to be worried about, does, you know, did your, about your husband biting bats. My thing is this. Everybody need a state, like 20... 20 and 2021 should have taught two things y'all stay in your lane 
and know your place. Those are two different things, right? Because you can't stay in your lane if you don't know your place, right? So if you're not going to really be like, especially I'm just to the point, if I'm not going to uplift Kim, I'm not going to say nothing about Kim. Kim can piss me off and I'll be like, okay, Kim, I'm annoyed. But I'm not going to turn around this podcast and be like, yo, October 30th of, you know, 2008, Kim fell down some steps and it was fucking hilarious. Like, I'm not doing all that. Like, why do you have to constantly keep bashing? And and you see, karma just came back around and it gave you a big ass punch in the face. What pow? Because mm-hmm. I honestly think that Pierce thought once this interview happened and he watched it. And that's another thing, Pierce. You had your happy ass up. Because it came on at 7 p.m. Well, my time. 8 p.m. New York time. Uh, it came on, and your happy ass across the pond was up bright early, and you know you had work in the morning. You stayed up and watched that interview, so you, so you, so again, she's always on your mind. She's always on your mind, even without her, <laughs> even without her wanting to be. She's always on your mind. That's how much Megan is plays a. I don't believe anything Megan said in this interview. Then why did you watch? Right, she clearly had captured something <laughs> because she was intrigued. That's the bottom line. And you've been in tree. And you and like Bianca said, you have been talking about her for the last two days. You was talking about you know what I'm not gonna say. He probably was talking about her because the clip came out last week. So he was probably talking about her all last week up until this week. And the man just had enough. You've been talking about her from six a.m. in the morning to eight. Right, like, and you're walking around grumbling about it. It's not like I can't even get my fucking coffee without hearing you talk about her. Like, damn, can I take a piss without hearing you talk about Megan? Like, seriously. And this is the thing about me. You are in a hostile work environment because I gotta constantly hear about somebody who I don't know personally all fucking day. I don't want to hear about it. Like, shut up. And this is one thing about me. If I don't like you, I don't pay attention to you. You're not on my thoughts. You're not on, you're not nothing to me. I, you are literally, in the words of Evelyn, another motherfucker faster now. <laughs> I haven't heard that in years. If I don't like you, I don't talk about you. Bianca knows that. If I don't like you, I don't go search you. I don't go do nothing about you. Right. I'm not doing, and I'm damn sure not pouring my good ass coffee talking, especially if I had to go pay for some Starbucks. You think I'm about to waste breath on you and I had to pay $3 for this coffee? <laughs> If I'm talking about you, that means that there's something about you is that I'm hating. And you know what it's about? It's because he's, he wanted a little taste of Megan and was mad he couldn't get that taste. And it just sees, it just it just messes with him to know that Harry got a taste. It's I mean, and like I said, that is a personal problem. You need to go talk to a counselor, a therapist, somebody besides grumbling around your radio, your TV station. <laughs> that, that's just it, sir. Uh, what? Really? You're just walking around grumbling? Grumbling, girl. Just being a little old bitch. I mean, you're five. (laughs) I'm going to treat you like you're five. I'm going to put your ass in nap time, give you some NyQuil, and put you in nap time. Night-night, nigga. (laughs) So the moral of the story, what we can say, that if you, this is the moral of the story, the whole thing that we have learned. First of all, Google is your friend. Google anybody you dating. Google. And if you don't want to Google someone you're dating, have crazy friends like him. Kim will Google him and his family. She don't give a fuck. I personally think you need to be Googling before you even go on your first initial date because you need to make sure 
who you date is even somebody that you even want to be fooling with from the beginning. To me personally, that's how I feel. You need to, and also on the other side, the other side, if you dating somebody that big, they need to be honest and need to be real. I feel like if, if Harry would have just been real from the beginning, like, look, I'm not going to lie to you. My family has a deep rooted, you know, history. Or he could have just said what many people say. My family is fucking crazy and they're racist. I would tell somebody that I got racist family members and they're crazy. That's what so I what just he- said. I said that you tell your family, my family has a deep yeah, heated issue with black people. They kind of racist, you know, kind of. They racist, they shit. And I and they're not happy with the fact that I'm marrying you. So at that point, he should have been honest. So Megan should have not expected to be taught anything by the royal family. She would have gone in there. So that's that, that's one thing I really do put a lot of blame on Harry because you should have been honest from the beginning about your family. But, but Megan, Megan, you you were you are a celebrity. So I know your bank account is big, boo. But, th- your pocket is, is but big. this is my thing. Is it big? Because remember, she's remember, this is the thing that gets me with that. I don't know if Megan pockets were big because he kept he made it clear. We are living off the off my inheritance. Right, but I say all that to say this. Your pockets was deep enough uh for you to call an investigator if you had to. Are you talking about before she... Yeah, I, I'm saying they were big enough for you to do some legwork, boo. You ain't even had to do it. All you had to do was pick up the phone, make a call, set the file on my desk. I'm at, you know, the studio for suits. Yeah. I'll look into it. Like, it's really that simple, boo. So, I'm, I, you know, I understand what you went through and I am sorry, but boo-boo, if you have to do it again, I'm gonna need you to do some legwork next time, okay? <laughs> and this is what I say... This is this gives y'all a clear and and I love love. I think I love is a beautiful thing, but I also, me personally, this is just me. I'm not giving up everything I have for love because I ain't giving up no fucking car keys or a passport. Well, no, for me, if this is truly love, we should be able to. Do what we love together. You get what I'm saying? To me, she gave up too much of herself. And because she loved to work. She loved to go out here and that. And remember, basically, they didn't want her to do anything. They didn't want her to be in the spotlight. Right, and I think that's okay. But I think you need to understand what it is to truly give up yourself. to Because it wasn't for him. It really was for his family. So you needed to genuinely understand the full ramifications of what that meant. Hmm. Yeah. And, not, you know, Harry is used to living in a world where he's told what to do, where to go, and then he does his little rebellious things. But he he's, he's used to living in a structure like that. Megan, like many Americans, is not. Yeah. And that's a shock, you know, like... Especially somebody who was so independent like her. Right. Coming and doing doing her volunteer work on her schedule, Uh her time, her comfort. She, you know, it was her world and you just were in it. Whereas when she married Harry, it was their world and she was literally just a speck on the glass. Mm -hmm. So to me, it really taught me that you should be really, I guess, 
really think about it because to me, like I said, I love, love, I love everything about it, but I'm just not willing to give up who I am for somebody. Cause I feel like we could both be ourselves and both do what we love and then meet in the middle. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just me though. No, we can, but like, I would never, me personally, I wouldn't marry royalty like that yeah like, i never really wanted if to i did which i can't say who i'm gonna fall in love with but i can almost guarantee you they ain't gonna have another black and damn sure not with my skin complexion after the shit they done been through with megan and harry that ain't happening so i can honestly say i probably won't marry someone of royalty you know but with that being said you just need to realize that love is a great thing but you cannot just be blind about it like you need to research the people you're going to dinner with and shit if you got a social and someone who will run it i'm for that too <laughs> okay if you had a parking ticket yesterday at 3 30 i want to know about it before we go on our date that's just me personally i'd like to know everything i like to you know be up on the no but that don't always work for people so y'all govern yourselves accordingly but know that it has ramifications. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just my little spiel. I think everyone should should be, be alert. Don't be out here dating and not knowing. Not with someone you want to be serious with. Now, if he's just a little fling off and you're bored, that's cool too. Um, but, you know, they, I'm glad they're in love. And I really hope, I, I sincerely hope that they, you know, live to grow old and, and, and have a great, fruitful and prosperous life. I believe they will. Um, but they better not, 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 never. I don't even want to hear a rumor about the divorce. <laughs> Girl, bye. Well, I just want to say I love y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this long. It's a little bit longer episode, but you know what? It was a neat. We, we, we had to talk about it. We had to talk about everything. So y'all know we gave y'all a little bit of the tea. We gave y'all a rundown. Okay? So we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And Pierce Morgan, you will still forever be a bitch. Fuck boy. That's how I feel about it. Y'all, y'all know the routine. You know where to follow us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Real Times with the CKB. If you want to keep emailing us, Real Times with the CKB at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you all. If you're behind on our episodes, remember you can find us on Unapologetic Radio on Mondays. We love you guys so much. We will talk to y'all next week. Be easy. Peace.